Welcome back, everybody. How are you? Good, thank you. Excellent, excellent. Um, we have a new member today. Uh, welcome, Phoebe. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Are you a bit nervous? Not particularly. Good, good. We're all right. We're a good gang here. So um, there's Mira, um, Liv and Phoebe and myself. Um, and, and usually we're just going to go back to a previous topic because it's something that's fairly close to Liv's heart. And it's probably for you to take the stage on... Um, it's, the previous topic was uh, veganism and... Um, you have some news, Liv. I do. I am not vegan anymore, strictly, um, because it just wasn't viable in terms of physical and mental health. Um, so, like, I talked to my doctor and everything, um, and it was kind of like calcium, iron, and also, like, the restrictive element of it. Um, so I just started kind of integrating non-plant products into my diet. Like, I'll eat eggs occasionally, and like I'm not it's just not strict and it is nice um but I don't know it's I think it was a good decision for me um but maybe once I leave home I might be able to go like I say more vegan in a way because I'll have more control over what I make for myself I, I just wanted to ask from the perspective of someone who isn't vegan and is interested in veganism, but I don't think I'd ever be able to become vegan. Is there any ways that uh, you know that vegan veganism can be healthy while also not, yeah, well, how ooh, how vegan is how, I can't speak today. Yeah, you got my point. <laughs> Which mirrors running on three hours of sleep. Yeah, <laughs> so, that's evident. Um, I be. <laughs> but I think for me, it was kind of finding dishes that I liked, um, and then kind of just replacing like one or two things within it, um, and that was quite a good way to kind of kind of ease yourself into it. So you're still eating the foods that you like and you know, but there are just a few elements. That's just plant-based products. And Phoebe, I want to ask you, why are you vegan? I'm very interested in so that. So I, the whole process started a few years ago. I um, basically, when I got into secondary school, as a gift from my parents, I asked to have a small holding of chickens. And oh, really? That's so cool. Yeah. So I got four chickens when I was 11. And I just fell in love with them. I was just like, I treat, like, I had a dog and a cat previously. I... I was just as much in love with those animals as I was with the dog and the cat. Mm -hmm. So I felt like I, f I felt like they, they, they had an equal place in my heart. Yes. And I didn't feel, it didn't feel right to me to eat them mm -hmm. and eat other animals who are just intelligent yeah. and they have emotions. They, yeah. they may have smaller brains than us, which is a point that's, which is often made, but they still feel pain. Yeah. They still Sentient suffer. Sentient beings. Yeah. Yeah. They still suffer. Um, so, I, I felt an inclination to not eat them anymore. Mm -hmm. um, and I, I also, ever since then, I've, I've also adopted, every year now I adopt ex-battery hens. Oh, that's so, so cool. So they're all ex-bats, so yeah. you get them when they're very bald. Do they lay still? Yeah, they do lay. Um, it's, it, they, because at the farms, they, they are forced to lay every single day. Yes, yeah. So now that they, they, are t they are rescued and they aren't on that hormone treatment anymore, mm -hmm. and those chemicals, um, they don't lay every single day during the winter that does tend to dip a lot yeah. because it's colder there's they, a chicken needs a certain amount of sunlight every day yes. to, to produce an egg 
So um, they they, yeah, they do lay, and they add, I, I've got eight now, so mm. they're, they're absolutely lovely. And do you eat the eggs? No, I don't. I used to. I, I stopped eating the eggs about six months ago, um, and I still call myself a vegan when I ate their eggs because I went in the concept of veganism that you don't cause any intentional harm to Sorry, animals. I was going hi- to... Well, we can do a little baby high five. Yeah. There we go. Hopefully that didn't yeah. affect the mics too so much. So I, I went on this idea that, like, you with veganism, it's based upon kindness. You yes. Don't, you don't harm the animals and you do everything you possibly can to not cause intentional harm mm-hmm. and with those chickens like i rescued them i literally like i i i, I they were like I your spo- own yeah i spoon fed them when oh, they were bless. sick I, like you know i just felt that um i was like you know veganism can still count for me because i wasn't harming them but then when i would tell people i'm vegan and then they would, and then i say i've got chickens they say do you eat eggs yeah. i said yes people would attack me yes and yeah. i just didn't like that wasn't good for my mental health i literally was attacked by, by my friend's parents oh like my it was horrific and i just like couldn't deal with it anymore and like i i wouldn't i wish i i wish i w- was able to like stand up to people like that and mm-hmm. i do try to but sometimes people are very very picky yeah. and very judgmental yeah. and they don't understand the concept of it and like what i like to think of is when you with religion you wouldn't you wouldn't go after someone's religion no. and i think of veganism as closely to my heart as someone would find a religion yeah so i just yeah it was it was a difficult it's difficult when yeah. it comes to um, your belief systems mm. and everything yeah for me it is like values over labels and but there is such a stigma around veganism it there really is. bugs me like people have yeah judged me when I say I mainly eat vegan or I would before I, I'm yeah. vegan and it's just it's like why people stop being mean to vegans yeah I I wanted to ask two questions. Yes. My first question um, was, I, as not a vegan, know the concept of a vegan of being someone who doesn't eat meat. Um, or, or other or other, or other, yeah, animal products because they don't want to, to cause harm to the animals or for environmental issues. Mm-hmm. Um, however, they don't eat any animal products. Would you say that the concept should be altered so that people would understand it more? Or what? how would you say that this concept actually defines what veganism is? That's such an intense question, it, Mira. <laughs> there are um, a lot of different... Um, back for three hours sleep, that was <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. There are a lot of different definitions. Like um, the vegan society, their definition is based upon you don't cause intentional harm. Yes. And you try to avoid it in every po- way, every way possible. But then some, like ma- mainly so- most of society will define veganism as not as completely restricting yes. animal products entirely when it depends on the viewpoint, I think. Um, and yeah, how people conceive the idea of veganism. And I think like there is a lot of stigma and mm. pre- like a lot of a lot of people know much about the whole ideology of it. Yeah. I mean, for me, it was I didn't want to support the industries that exploited these animals. That was the main thing. So I won't go out and buy regular yogurt. I'll always go soy yogurt um, just because I, I feel better supporting companies like Alpro. Big up Alpro, please sponsor me. Um, <laughs> I but buy Alpro as well. <laughs> but they very other, other brands are available. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're not sponsoring. 
Um, but I feel like they do such a good job at providing such a wide range of plant-based products for people that want to find a really good alternative. And I want to support those brands more than brands that will exploit animals. Yeah, I totally agree. And also, the more you support those brands, the cheaper it will get. And That's so the true. more of society Accessible. will have access yeah. to it. And I think, um, because a lot there is a lot of government funding going into the animal industry, um, animal product industry even. But like yeah. it, what we need is not necessarily a complete cutout of animal products that wouldn't be viable in the future um but there's ways of of, alternate ways of reducing animal products but in a sustainable manner which doesn't harm the planet it doesn't harm the animals like there's organic farms there's biodynamic farms which is basically organic but it goes an extra step there's a local one in maidenhead um and it it, with that they work with the environment they work with the seasonal changes Mm. so like they they rotate the fields with the cat with the cattle so then the fields don't get over overworn and there's still nutrients in the soil Mm -hmm. um so it's about not necessarily like cutting out um, animal products altogether but trying to make the changes needed to sustain the food industry because at the moment the food industry is at a a critical point the future of the food industry is very worrying with the amount of hormone treatments yeah. pesticides um we are consuming we need to find a way where we can move away from that and also there's a huge um, link between pandemics and the animal industry mm, that's true. you can source um there's been multiple pandemics in the past 200 years and they can all be linked back to animal agriculture in some form that's so interesting. And also and like, it's so bad mm. for the environment it makes up 20 percent of the of mm-hmm. um oh. <laughs> Is it like just oh, gas emissions gas or like twenty percent of uh, global warming yeah. effects? Um, should I? Yeah, fa- I can fact that check for you. No, you yeah. can. You it's, can. It's yeah, one fact okay. check that. It, it is twenty percent. Yeah, um, I feel very confident. By read, it, read it on BBC, <laughs> not on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Finally. Um, This has made me think of another question. I still have my other question. Is that all right? Yeah, and I've got one to follow. <laughs> okay, so. perfect. Um, I'll do one and then you can do it's yours. It's 14.5% of global greenhouse gas emissions. I'm very sorry that wasn't precise to the... And <laughs> we were rounding up. Yeah. And it rounding uses about 70% of agricultural land. Imagine if like we just had like half Plants. of that. Yeah. Wow. It's, it is really incredible because a lot of people, um, a lot there's a lot of misconception that veganism is expensive. Yeah. And it is expensive if you go for the expensive products. That's so true. But when... <laughs> Eat lentils. Yeah. Lentils all day, every day. There's, like, I people say that lower income countries won't be able to access a vegan diet. When actually a lot of lower income countries do base their diets on being vegetarian. Yeah. There are a lot of chickpeas, there's a lot of lentils in there. Yes. Um, so there, there's um, a misconception. Also, they have their own small holdings of animals mm-hmm. as well. Um, so it is ex- more accessible than people believe. Mm-hmm. And it's just about making those ex- more expensive products cheaper yeah. over time and the government hopefully investing yeah. in more plant-based products. And it's marketing too. Like yes. gluten-free vegan stuff is often just that little bit more expensive because you're convinced it's healthier for you. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's um, yeah, it's overbranded, and um, it like if if there's a product that wasn't labeled vegan, someone might go for it. Like who wasn't vegan? Yeah. That's true. People like, just it, like they explicitly don't choose vegan products because they yes. don't want to be vegan. 
Oh, and actually, some, yeah. one of the one of the questions. Sorry to interrupt. No, 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 no absolutely. Ask um, the question. Mira, turn back your yeah. head. Sovereign. Um, <laughs> it's a struggle. I hope this is clearer. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the questions, one of the other questions that I wanted to ask was related to the last one, and you were talking about the different concepts of veganism, and also how society you are you are kind of you are calling yourself a vegan. Um, you are shamed by other people for it, but also you still do it because you want to put forward how you feel, what you're... So it's it's kind of a, not a protest, but a, but a way of showing how, how you feel, what, what your mm. beliefs are. Yeah. And my question is, um, I found little difference in the argument of i i'm not sure if this is right this is my knowledge but i found little difference in the argument of um vegetarianism and veganism because if the point of um being vegan is not harming animals vegetarianism would be similar no not the same not the same (laughs) yeah but my question sorry my question was um do you think <laughs> vegan, like veganism or the, the name vegan is used more as a political construct? Not not as in like people want to be vegan to go against like the Societal political norms. Yeah, I just yeah. mean, so when people say I am vegan and I'm proud of it, is it because you are trying to spread this, uh, what's it called? This criteria, this... Um, Rhetoric almost. Yeah. <laughs> Um, across and, and try and make people understand what it actually is and it's an amazing In a way, way yeah but I, I, I yeah. just want to understand the difference between vegetarianism veganism and yeah <laughs> I, I agree about the political construct I think there is definitely like that with vegetarianism like people had the like in the 1900s people would have more likely to have their own livestock mm. and they could take care of those animals, animals themselves Whereas today, like that, that sort of vegetarian I- ideology, like you, like you used to milk cows, like you could do that all yourself, but now you don't really do that anymore. And I think, um, yeah, definitely, there's less of a stigma towards vegetarianism in politics than veganism. I mean, the whole, even being the reduction of meat, like just meat on its own, not um, like any other animal products, that was completely left out, left out of COP twenty six. It wasn't. It was really? barely mentioned, um, even though it is a key um, point we need to make yeah. to People reduce our don't consumption. Understand still how animals are exploited in like the dairy industry. Yeah, because it's still rubbish conditions for the animals. And I've heard that. So, as humans, we don't. Pro- I said, well, humans, females, we don't produce milk unless we are pregnant or breastfeeding. Yeah, it's the same for other animals. It is. It really is. Like cows are impregnated. Baby, go away. And then they milk the cows so that we can drink their milk. And that's that. And yeah, I, I lived, uh, I've lived on the back of a dairy farm my entire life. Actually, no, it's also a meat farm as well. And um, I remember just growing up in the spring, I would hear um, the, the, the calves mooing for their mothers when, yeah. they, when they were being separated. And it was really, really horrific. Um, and also with the with the egg industry, I think a lot of people do know about um, battery hens. Um, 
about how there's there's so many images of that yeah. of these hens being cooped up in these massive um, sheds and they have no room to breathe. They're, they are literally living among their their dead siblings. Yeah. Um, and it is really really horrific. And also, if you um, research the change in size of a hen between yeah, the, the 1900s to today, they have increased exponentially. They are they were tiny. Um, they wouldn't lay once. A, they would lay like once a week in the early night. I think that's the statistic, that statistic is right. They laid very very little, mm. and they were very very small animals. Um, because of the hormone treatments they were given, they are now massive, and their bodies can't really comprehend it. They used no. to be able to live for far longer. My, yeah. The eldest hen I've owned uh, has been four, about four years old. Yeah, a three four. That's the age that my hens normally die. Whereas hens that are aren't. Um, aren't battery hens they can live until they're about 10 yeah they can live as much as the dog it's crazy yeah and also it's um in the egg industry you only want hens they're the only ones that lay so any male chicks bye-bye electrocuted there are yeah there are a lot of horrific videos online of no male chicks being killed and slaughtered and there are now charities in which to take cockerels and give them to her owners because the cockles are generally generally less desirable especially if you have hens because you don't want them to go breeding so it is it is a struggle um of trying to make sure those cockles are treated fairly and they really aren't at all um they barely get a good start in life they don't barely survive a few weeks It's been an incredibly fascinating uh, chat. Coming to the end, I've just got one very quick question. It comes back to almost the start point, particularly Phoebe, what you said about kind of being attacked and stuff. Whether vegan, vegetarianism, gluten-free, it's a personal choice. How do you um, protect that strength of your choice? It doesn't matter the origin of it. It might be from for all sorts of different reasons, but how do you now go forward protect that choice of yours and be and be confident in that i think it just comes down to my morals i don't think i'd be the person i was today if i hadn't gone vegetarian or vegan i think that having the understanding of animals and who they are um help has helped me develop as a person that that sort of sense of stability in that belief has remained strong throughout um i even though i did stop eating eggs because of peer pressure I still um, believe firmly in in my beliefs, and I think it is a way forward for myself. It's good. It's um, I feel a lot healthier in who I am um, because of it. It depends on who you are, and obviously veganism doesn't work for everyone. But it's it's a matter of choice, and I think because we have freedom of choice in this country, I feel like I I feel strong in 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 staying um, vegan. That's really good. I think, yeah, it's all about educating people and providing a safe Mm. space for people that do want to reduce animal products and providing them with resources that can help them and make them so it's healthy for them, it's sustainable for them. Um, Yeah. And also, yeah, the the knowledge behind it, I've learned a lot, which I didn't know. Yeah. This has been a good chat. I'm so sad we have to start. Yeah. Yeah. Look, thanks for bringing it back to the table, Liv. I think it's a really interesting. We might even come back to it again, actually, Yay. because there's so mm-hmm. much more to explore in it. But Phoebe, thank you so much for your yes, first podcast you. with the cake. <laughs> Hope the cake was okay. 
Apart it was. From, very good. Not, not vegan, sorry. <laughs> Honestly. It's a bit difficult this day, isn't it? But um, thanks ever so much, and we'll catch up soon. Oh, the, the cake was uh, 7.5 out of 10, by the way. I'm, yeah, I'm going to give it an 8, I think. Thank you, James. Thank you, James.